Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. session will start in two minutes. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 25th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy and Newman PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please put your camera on. Let our team know that you're a newcomer and we will promote you. Ashok? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, uh, Rahul. Uh, I'm with Employer A. Uh, my perm is pending. They filed it on November 4th. My max out date is July 30th. And uh, meanwhile, I have a approved I-140 from employer B. Uh, I just got it like a couple of days ago. So my question mm-hmm. is, uh, if my perm is approved with employer A, uh, employer B is not going to give me any I-140 details, but em- employer A is going to operate. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Right now, hmm? you're working with employer A who filed the permits, right? And employer yeah. B got I-140 approval recently, okay? Yes. Okay, go ahead now. But, yeah, so if my perm is approved with employer A and then they want to file the 140, I have to provide this information, right? Uh, I have to check the box which says a previous immigrant, immigrant petition approved, uh, filed, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if I don't have any details, the employer will not be providing me any details regarding the I-140. So would that be still okay for employer A to file without those details if I don't worry about uh, the priority date from employer B? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't worry about the priority, you don't have to worry. Online. F O I A Q I S. You're breaking up. I'm not able to hear you. I can. Freedom. I'm not able to hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Go to FOIA USCIS. Google that. Okay. Okay. You can okay. you you can file a request there with the USCIS. They will give you a copy of the I-140 petition that will have the approval mm-hmm. and all the details. Okay. It takes 10 minutes. So, it's online. It's free for you. Oh, it, it comes immediately? It doesn't. It takes three to six weeks to get it. Oh, it takes three to six weeks to get it. But without this number, can my uh, employer file uh, 140 or not? They can. But uh, when is your labor getting approved with your company? Though? Uh, I, I expect it's going to take another uh, three weeks uh, within, uh, within two two weeks. Yeah, but wait, because you want to retain the priority date of company B, though. You can wait the I-140 yeah, until you get it. It takes three to six weeks. 
yeah i got it but my max out is on um, july 30th so i don't know uh okay so my uh, my question is the, yeah again you care about up. the priority date if you don't care about the if you don't care about yeah, the priority date you can file it you can file it without the i140 details in the meantime okay, go and do what i said you never know you may get it hmm? okay but if i if i do this would the would the employer be know that i have requested for this information no 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 he won't know okay he won't know. i'll do it oh thank you sir kalyani hey rahul how are you um, okay. i have a Go question ahead. yeah rahul and thanks for all your informative videos on weekly calls also i watched them uh i have a question regarding uh, my eb1c which was filed in december 2021 and my daughter is getting 21st birthday in june 2023 so is wait, it wait, a- wait 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 you filed an i140 in december of 2021 yes that's eb1 eb1c category got it and your son is getting your son is getting 21 when my daughter daughter is getting 21 in june 2023 keep going so is it advisable to go with premium processing for i144 eb1c yesterday they announced they would start premium processing would that lock with the yeah one you're not allowed to do premium processing premium processing only if it's been pending for 17 months though yeah it is definitely worth doing premium processing though because to lock the age though i140 must be approved okay so if i if i go with premium processing and i140 gets approved her her age will be locked forever and she will be out of danger going age of, of the aging out yeah and did you file the for it file you planning to file yeah it's already filed concurrent filing yes yes you're right if the i140 is approved she is locked in Okay, so you advise us to go with premium for I one forty then? Absolutely, sir. Next person, please. Okay, thank you so much, Rahul. Prashant. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, this is Prashant. Uh, so, uh, sir, Rahul, like my EB two priority date is uh, May twenty eleven, right? So, with my previous employer. So, my current employer he restarted the process, and then I got I one forty approval on March sixteenth. so usci is the mail the copy but uh, we haven't received it yet so the uh, my attorney requested it again on march uh, um, april 24th we haven't received it right so twice we tried we haven't received it right right so uh, my question is like uh, to file 485 i am like uh, usually we need for that copy right wait, can we just wait, go wait, ahead wait. with the email approval uh, for the filing yes yes you can you can also okay. do freedom of information like i said to the other guy you can get a copy of the i140 petition that details are there okay you see my point that's a question follow up question i had right so with that information right uh, do they usually send that uh, approval copy i140 approval copy you won't get the, it doesn't get the approval copy they will give an i140 first page it clearly uh-huh. says whether it's been approved or not and the priority date on all the details are in there you can use that okay. as an i140 approval now for okay. now though first mm-hmm. thing is you do the freedom of information and mm-hmm. you f- you can file with the email copy that's good enough for you okay 
and also do that freedom of information right that is fine but my attorney was saying that you know the chances uh, with email approval might you know they even might not even accept the application is it true do accept approvals no there is about five percent to ten percent chance for rejection i normally keep a big note saying officer do not reject it we have an i-140 approval take it to the supervisor if you want to reject it but don't reject it in the mail room we keep keep a note so that if the mail room person can't understand it he will take you to a supervisor okay 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 so you're saying put a mail to the uh, that uh, that guy basically right okay got it yeah thank yeah. you very much next person please anand hey rahul how are you sir good hey rahul i have a question so my priority date in eb2 is september 9 2013 and that date is current now so i am moving back to my i am moving back to my old employer because he holds my eb2140 and good for you. he yeah sir and good for my daughter also because she is turning 21 in november so nice they yeah so they have already filed my eb3 downgrade and last year and now they are filing my eb2 485 so my question mm-hmm. is like you know they also got a job for me and they are applying h1 tomorrow they are sending h1 okay. approval request so attorney is suggesting me not to go for the premium processing he is saying like you know h1 we will take at least 6 to 8 months and in that meantime you will get your ead so don't waste your money mm. he said you get the receipt number and on the basis of receipt number you go and join the client okay go ahead what's your question now? my question is he suggest i wanted to go for the premium processing but he is saying no need of premium processing i would go for i would go the premium processing for you go for premium processing yeah any other questions yeah, yeah sir and one thing like you know that uh, once uh, oh if i go for premium processing then it's okay but like you know if he doesn't agree and he files in the regular processing then that's if, fine too that's yeah, fine too if, oh but if h1b is denied because of any reason before i get my ead or green card then what would be my status rahul yeah you're fine you maintain the legal status you're fine mm-hmm. you want you green card will not be in jeopardy you'll be fine okay and even like you know after getting my green card if my h1b is denied then also i'm fine right it's no nothing to do with that after you getting the green card doesn't matter what happens <laughs> okay okay thank you very much rahul thank you next person please the reason i tell premium processing is when an adjudicator is opening your 485 file i want everything clean for him i don't want him to look into any law look into anything i just want him to approve it looking at the documents that's the reason i normally would like that's the reason i said premium processing next person please bhumika hi uh thank you for holding the sessions this is my first time uh so my doubt is i just graduated uh two days back from boston university and i'm That's... doing another masters in the same university which will start in fall does that mean i can work during the summer because uh, the isso international student service department is giving me mixed answers for that well right now you're on the summer period my only question is how are they going to authorize you for working in the summer though because your i20 starts from august now you finished your education right now is right so my yeah. main question is that is the dso authorizing you to work or is not authorizing you to work uh, because if they are authorizing to work how are they giving is it cpt they can't give you cpt because you are no. not in between the course though 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm also not going to trigger my OPT. So for work, I mean on-campus work for summer. Are they, are they allowing you to work? So they're not giving me a clear answer. So once they told me that I can work during uh, that period of finishing one master's and starting another in the same university. And once they said I cannot, so I'm not sure what to do. I don't think so you can because you are neither here nor there. If you are between third year and fourth year, you can, but not after you complete your degree, you're done with that. So you are neither Garka nor Gatka there. So you, I don't recommend that you work on campus right now. Right. Also, is it advisable to not leave US till I get my new I-20 because my service code is going to be transferred to my I-20? As long as the service code is getting transferred, you, you should not travel. You want to travel or you don't want to travel? I, I just want to know if I should or not leave US for a while. Because I, would, in summer, I, I, I will not leave. I will not leave if I had you. Okay. All right. Uh, and one more question is, uh, they said that till my current I-20 expires, they cannot generate a new one. But my current I-20 says that it's going to expire in September 20, uh, 22nd. But my course is uh, going to start in September 1st. No, no, no. Even though your I-20 expires in September 22nd, though, um, you have extra 90-day grace period right now to move from this university to that this place to that place. So they will, they will in somewhere in the grace period, they will generate a new I-20. Because if they generate a new I-20, you'll be in trouble because I-20 doesn't start until August. And you have three months left there. So it's better that they generate the I-20 somewhere in July. You have 60 mm -hmm. degrees period, not 90 degrees period. Okay. Right. So yeah. it's better that they generate it in July, not right now. Okay. Okay. Got it. Thanks a lot. Next, next person. Prashant. Rahul. Yes, Prashant. Yeah, uh, sorry. I mean, like a follow-up question, right? I'm like, if we apply with uh, email approval, right? With 485, are the chances of any RFEs or anything like that? Uh, no, no, no chance of RFE because of that. Okay, next because person. attorney was, okay. Because should we go with I I24 path uh, or no, right? For the eight twenty four will take two years, buddy. Exactly, that's what I was telling my guys. You know why you want to go that one. Thank you, thank you, sir. Sj, uh, hello Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. So I filed my I four eighty five in EB three in October, and I got the EAD and advance parole last week. And I interfiled because my priority date became current in the EB two in from March onwards. So I interfiled in April 4th. I got a 485J receipt last Friday. And yesterday I got another 485J receipt with a different uh, receiving date as like 4 11, April 11th. And uh, today my case status changed like a uh, case remain pending because visa uh, number is unavailable. So what is the next step? Like is it expected? Or, I, want you to, I want you to go to the... Ombudsman, I, I, Ombudsman office, you uh, Department of Homeland Security Ombudsman, raise a service request from there, okay? Okay. Because and your priority date is current. Four, so, yeah. That's okay. You can ignore the second uh, 485J supplement. You can ignore okay. it, okay? Okay. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Raise a service request from Ombudsman's office. 
it's online it takes 15 minutes for you to do that okay sure yeah uh, uh, hi rahul thanks for taking my question uh, i'm present my recently so gayatri i'm getting a lot of disturbance from him is it me or is it him it's with vishnu rahul when i'm not able to hear you uh rahul can you hear me yeah a little bit better go ahead uh rahul uh, i'm currently on f1 status uh and my h1b got picked recently so i'm just wondering if once my uh, h1b got approved in october can i drop my f1 status and continue with h1 is that okay yeah absolutely from october first you can drop you actually will get yeah, kicked okay. out of so school anyway you get kicked out of the school eh? the civil system will kick okay, you out okay okay so okay okay and and one more question rahul so so once i get this so once i get approved so do i have to go back to india and get the stamping done or uh... no 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 the change of status will be approved from f1 to h1 you can continue staying and working in united okay. states okay okay thanks rahul thanks rahul next person please koti reddy hi rahul my name is koti reddy so my question is uh so um like my uh, my wife is the primary applicant mm-hmm. regarding eb2 niw so she is mm-hmm. a, a director it into semiconductor industry okay and 20 plus years experience okay uh base pay is over 200k close to 210 like that what's the question you're pointing out to ask the question so first can we apply for eb2 niw and eb1a you already got the eb2 she already got the eb2 niw approved no we we uh, my okay. question is can we qualify for that we just want to check with you before <laughs> proceeding uh that's going to be tough to tell though it's better that okay. you make an appointment okay, okay. i would recommend okay. that you make an appointment with vanita it starts with j okay or rebecca chan in our office rebecca okay. chan or vanita in our office those are okay. people are good you make an appointment with them give the entire okay. resume of your wife though not just okay. that she's a director making more than 200k that's not enough mm-hmm. we need the entire okay. resume up okay okay got you okay thank you okay thank you next person sringan sringan hello yes go rahul uh, rahul thanks for your service to the community and uh, i have a quick question regarding my wife's uh, Uh, h1b petition so her current petition is expiring on september uh, uh, 15 and uh, we filed for extension and that is been approved until 2025 so in the meantime uh, we are traveling to india for uh, uh, vacation and uh, mm-hmm. july month uh, she has appointment for uh, stamping so in that case mm-hmm. uh, which i797 uh, uh reference number we need to refer in uh, the one years. that is expiring in 2025 25 the latter one 
wanting to get to the higher level position so can she work in a temple serving food yes she can can she because does she expect a job in serving food no that's not what her she's just doing for charity purposes can she go and plant the trees she can but not as an intern for software other things she's not allowed okay thank you next person please Kiran? Hi Rahul, uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, actually, um, I'm on, uh, uh, I actually applied 485 in October 2020, uh, downgraded to EB3. I got EB, uh, I mean EB, uh, uh, EAD and AP already. My question is, uh, um, I have both EB2 and EB3 iron 40s. So I want to, I mean, my, my uh, case is now transferred to NBC. I want to interfile medical. Is it possible to do that? I haven't got the RFE yet. Uh, can you I can. send my uh, medicals to NBC? Uh, you can. Or, uh, you can send it to NBC. You can send it to NBC. If I were you, I would send it. Sure. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sandhya Rani. Uh, hi, sir. Thank you for taking a call. Uh, my quick question is like my wife just transferred from H1 to H4 change of status. She got a receipt number. Mm -hmm. Hello. Okay. Yeah. She got so, a receipt uh, number. Yes. Uh, can she apply for, I, I got my I-140 approved. So can she file uh, EID also now or she had to wait for H4, H4 approval? No, she doesn't have to wait for H4 approval. She can do it. She can do it with the receipt numbers. Okay, okay. There won't be any uh, problem uh, with the H4 approval, Absolutely right? Absolutely yeah. not a problem. Okay. Don't and wait for the H4 sir. approval. File for the EAD. Okay, sir. One more question, sir. Uh, if her employer withdraws her H1B, she should be legally fine to stay here with the receipt number of H4, right, sir? You're absolutely right, sir. Oh, okay. Thank she can you, stay. She can stay. Next person. Oh. Okay. Suresh Babu. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, good evening, and thanks for uh, helping everyone here. And my What's question it? is: uh, uh, I have uh, EB two uh, I one forty approved uh, uh, in twenty twenty. So my employer is willing to send me to India for like one year with uh, my natural position, and uh, he is okay to bring me back to United States uh, for uh, uh, EB1 eligibility. So mm -hmm. my question is like, uh, my myself and my wife, we both have a separate EB, uh, separate uh, H1s and separate uh, EB2 approvals, uh, I-140s, I mean. 
So can myself go and come back and I can, can I climb myself, my uh, wife and my kid into EB1 once I come back here after the year? And your wife or will stay on H1 and your child, wait, wait, your wife will stay on H1B and your child will stay on H4. Yes, sir. On your wife's H1B. On your wife's H1B. Yes, sir. Yep. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. Okay, and they need to be uh, your wife, and your they need to be your your child, and that's it. They need to be legal here. They're fine. Um, one thing you need to be a little bit careful about this is how you position yourself there, as and how you position when you come back. What kind of company it is? You may want to have a consultation with a lawyer, but as far as your answer is concerned, you can claim them as dependents. They'll get the green card along with you. Next question, please. Uh, and uh, can can my employer uh, get my priority date, which is in EB2? Uh, can Absolutely. that be ported into EB, EB1? Yes, sir. It can be ported to EB1. Next person, please. Thank you, sir. Mitesh Patil. Mitesh Patil. If you're a newcomer Hi. and yes. you want chance, let our team know and put your camera on. Go ahead, Mitesh. Hi. Hey Rahul, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, um, I'm planning to travel Canada with my family in June uh, for two, three weeks. Uh, in last uh, March, I switched to the new employer. My question is, I have a previous employer visa stamp, which is valid till November this year. Uh, also mm -hmm. along with that, I have approved I-797 from my new employer for next three years. But uh, mm -hmm. the question is my wife, she has a visa stamp from previous employer, which is expired in 2017 because she didn't travel to India or any other mm -hmm. country. Uh, mm -hmm. And But she has a I-797 and H-4080 with my new employer. So is that fine to go for two, three weeks uh, under the automatic uh, revalidation or, or do I need that? Okay. Absolutely okay. not a problem. Absolutely not a problem. Yeah, because she you, got, you said... You said you're going yeah. to Canada, not to India. So, no, 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 uh, no India, but it's, no India. it yeah. should be less than 30 days. Exactly. Definitely not is, more than 30 days. Yeah, but she got, she, uh, her visa expired is not an issue, right? That's what you mean. Not an issue. Okay. Thank you. That's all I have. Next person. Selvi. Hi, um, my name is Selvi. Thanks for doing this. Um, my husband's I-140 is approved. Uh, I'm in a separate H-1B. We are planning to convert my H-1B to H-4 and apply H-4 EAD. So planning to apply, uh, uh, now he's, uh, his extension, extension is due. So we are planning for H-1B extension, H-4 and H-4 EAD application, everything mm -hmm. together in one go. So uh, do you think how long it will take for H-4 and H-4 EAD to up, get approved? Then is there any uh, uh, time, uh, uh, how long it will take H4 to be approved and H4 EAD? Is there, is there any difference, time difference between the H4 and approval and H4 EAD? No. H4 and EAD will be approved at the same time. With regards okay. to the H4 timing, it's taking anywhere between four months to 12 months. There okay. are some tricks. This is an extension of H4. No, is this is an extension H4. you're filing? First time. No, first time H4. First okay, time what H4. visa you are in right? What visa H1B. you are in right now? I'm in H1B. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So my priority date is uh, in EB2, it's June 2014. So I did downgrade my petition in October 2020. And recently I have done my biometrics. So my question right mm-hmm. now is like, uh, I know I've, I've been listening to your videos about interfile versus refile for EB2. So um, my company's attorney is against the uh, inter- uh, refile. So I know mm-hmm. you are advocating more of a refile than interfile. So with the not, current not, statistics... Not, in, not that, anymore, uh, not anymore though. Not, not anymore. I changed my okay. opinion yesterday. Okay. So I you, you say you, now you are choosing... Okay. Now you are choosing now to I'm, proceed with now interfile. Now I'm fine with... I'm fine with both the things. So previously I was more leaning towards refiling. But we started getting the results uh-huh. for which we filed in February. Okay. Got it. Okay, got. And my priority date is current as of June. It's going to be starting June first. But, but so, instead, of, uh, instead of you doing nothing, do interfile right now. Go ahead with it. Don't even wait. Can I? Okay, got it. And if I, if if let's say some reason the US is again based uh, uh, visas, I mean like uh, green cards, and then we have to move, right? So if EB3 moves in next year. So should I be again do refile? I mean, do a new refile in AB3 if in case you, you can EB3 do so. Day? You can do so. You can do so if you want to at that time. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, well, that's one. The other I'll question take the I have next is like, uh, after. Yeah, go ahead. So after uh, I got the AP, I mean, before I got the AP, my wife went to India and got back on H1 with H1B stamping. So we got the AP, even though it was not denied, but she still got the uh, AP. Should I be refiling for the AP now or can I use no. the old one? No, if, that it's I got? A, if it's approved, you can use it. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. The next uh, uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30, guys. Sorry. We couldn't take all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.